we are back. Oh, here we go. Another one from <laughs> level four fucking lockdown. Oh, my God. Oh, when will it end? When will it end? I bloody hope so. Oh, I, I like, I miss, I miss our studio. I miss seeing you every week. I actually, I miss being face to face. Me um, too. Me too. Yeah. So much. I just want to, you know, like the usual Thursday, walk in, bowl the door open, you're blasting music and the editing suite, and I'm like, woo, let's go. Yeah, Pop we a crack a couple of, of beers and. Yeah, we get into our recording, but you know, this is this is it's look, this is our reality, but we're plowing on through, you know, and, and I'm proud of us. We're just, we're We've just keeping got this. going. Exactly. Anyway, enough about that. Welcome along to Married, Divorced, and Dating, the podcast about all the hilarious and ridiculous parts of people's lives in and out of relationship. My name is Carl. My name is Rachel, and I'm bringing raspberries to the picnic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> What does that mean? Is that like a wait, wait, wait? Is, is that like a is that meant to be like an innuendo thing or, or what? No. Oh my what god! What are we dealing with here? Did you ever play that game at school where you'd be like, "My name's Carl and I'm bringing," and you had to say something that began with C to the picnic, and it was like a name game. <laughs> nah, because so I, can... I, I remember that one. <laughs> I just like had a big flashback. I was um at a festival this year and we were at kick-ons. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of random people there that I'd never met before. And so I, we're going around in the circle and I'm like freaking class A comedian, you know me. And yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, let's play a game so we remember everyone's names. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you've never listened to the podcast before, um, there's your first taste of Rachel's filter. There is absolutely no filter. It's just it's straight from the lump of meat that's sitting in her head, straight out the mouth. The brain to the mouth. Shit. <laughs> oh god, there we go. And 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 this is this is one of the greatest parts of this podcast, and why I think it'll keep going. We never know what's going to come out of Rachel's mouth. We'll go in it for that matter, and for that we've got endless content, and that's what's going to keep us going. <laughs> oh gosh, get me out of level four so more things can go in it. Oh my god, you are feeling it, eh? You are really feeling it. Look, some of us aren't locked in with our wife, okay? Yeah, no, I am. I'm I'm very lucky. Yeah, you are Um, very lucky. Do you know what? Actually, this has reminded me, and I I can't remember if it was last week or the week before that because they're all just blurring into one. But I I said because you said you were you'd forgotten to take your um. Uh, your charger for your Satisfier Pro up to uh, Ruakaka where you're staying during this lockdown, which is just out of Auckland. You've forgotten to take your charger. And I was going to send you one, and I completely forgot about that. Um, (laughs) Tell me, how's the battery going? Are we out? She's still alive, Carl. She's still alive. The good, I'll tell you what, the good thing with the Satisfier Pro is that it doesn't take long. So, (laughs) So the battery... Although it may seem like you're using it a lot, if you calculated the amount of time spent on it, you know, it's it's economical. I would give it a yeah. five-star economical rating. Oh, bloody, <laughs> oh, yeah, look, those those lithium batteries really get it done, and they do the distance as far as holding their charge as well. So, like, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you, but it must feel risky every time. Oh, look, I, I'm just hoping this extension does not get put out much longer because I need to get back. <laughs> you need some human interaction. <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah. poor thing. Lockdown's been hard for a lot of people, but uh, we're just going to try and keep this as normal as possible. So... 
The way Married, Divorced and Dating, the podcast goes, every week um, we have a spinning wheel. Well, okay, nearly every week because sometimes I cock it up. We actually left our spinning wheel back in the studio. I built another one during lockdown. I fucking broke that. And uh, but, but you know, great news, great news, Rachel. Yes, I yes. I found the sound effect. I mean, I I I, uh, I fixed the wheel. I fixed the wheel. <laughs> I fixed the wheel, and we've got a wheel again this week. So here's what we do every week. We take three of your stories from your dating life uh, over, from the last two years of uh, since your divorce. We take a couple yes. of those stories, we slap them up on the wheel, we give that wheel a big old spin, and uh, that's what chooses a story that you're going to tell at the end of the podcast. So you re- you better warm your arm up for the spin here, Carl. You've had a couple of weeks off, so you don't want to pull a muscle. Yeah, no, all right. I'm going to do some <laughs> stretches. Okay, I'm just doing some stretches. All right. Okay. On the list today. We have Lip Lady Son. Okay. Fuck Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> An Eyebrows Guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then. Shall we, uh, shall we give the wheel a spin and see what comes up? Absolutely. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, God, it sounds good. I'm so glad. It's a very satisfying sound, isn't it? And, ah. Oh. Fuck boy! Fuck boy! No way! Right. <laughs> Bloody, well, yes. look, I, I can imagine you're not the only one with a fuck boy story, but I'm quite keen to hear this one. Oh, yeah. I think it's definitely, it's a it's a roller coaster, this one, and I, uh, I'm i sure there's so many other people that have witnessed such a, a creature, so... <laughs> are, are you talking about the creature in general or about this one in particular, like this one boy in particular? I'll be talking about one person in particular. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that. The other thing we've got coming up in uh, in just a minute is uh, we have a guest on every week, and this week we've got on a guy called Jace. Have oh. a quick listen. This is this is fucking horrifying. Oh my god, you don't want to miss this. Have a quick listen to this. I kind of figured out I, I would have woken up because she had gotten up to go to the bathroom. But all I knew is I'm butt naked, it's pitch black, I'm quite disorientated, still really, really intoxicated. And all of a sudden I was just like, oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm not feeling good. I need a shit so bad. Like- <laughs> oh, no. Oh my God. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, st- stick around for that. Um, it only gets worse. Um, but you, but you don't want to on it. Oh, my God. oh okay. Jesus! We um we chucked up a, after last week's episode, um, which had a little bit of um, alfresco loving. Alfresco um, loving, yes. I I I told a story um about my wife and I. We had a very uh, romantic night, which ended up in um on a picnic blanket with some champagne and some vines at a champagne vineyard in France, which inspired us to do something on social media. And we put the question out there: Where have you had? Some public sex. Oh, my oh gosh, my God, Carl. The I I have never felt more like a virgin than reading these. I'm like, I want to build a fuck it list. Like, this yeah. <laughs> This inspired me. <laughs> Be- because, like, I mean, for, for me, like, I'm no stranger to, um, I, I love a bit of, you know, just a bit of a romp in public, somewhere outdoors, whatever. It's exciting. <laughs> but you admitted last week after I told my story that you've never done it outside or in public or anything. Never, but man, Mate. I am inspired. The um the feedback was amazing. We got some incredible replies here. Um, one of my favourites, um, 
like there was a couple of other like really nice, you know, romantic ones like Piha Beach, which is a beach in uh, West Auckland here in New Zealand. Under the stars, magical, and the stars are pretty amazing out there. But then there's things like um, uh, in a car wash, uh, which yeah. is highly recommended. Apparently, it's very hot and risky. Um, there was another one. Here. <laughs> Got fingered in the crowd at Rhythm and Vines. That was the other day. So, you and know. so many festival portaloos as well. Like, oh, yeah. those are worse to go in just for a pee, let alone a little quickie. Jesus well, Christ. This is, yeah, a festival portaloo you only use if you absolutely have to, let alone. Oh but I guess, God. like, if you're at a festival, it is one of the only um, private places you can get to. And when the urge hits you, Wow, yeah. They mm. got the gondolas were one that really intrigued me. They did both Rotorua and Queenstown, so I would love to take someone up the Queenstown gondola. The views looked insane. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you wouldn't mind doing it with a bit of a view? Mm. Okay. Fun, uh, we got yeah. someone here that did it in the bathrooms at a mall. That is really risky. That is very risky. Um, there was a, a couple play- of classrooms uh, there as well. Oh, a couple of, yeah, like teachers in classrooms. Mm. Um, a playground on a beach in Spain. That's pretty cool. A lot of, lot of playground <laughs> ones. That, yeah. It's mm. <laughs> a bit dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, like not during the day while these kids here. I'd say they're like in the middle of the night. <laughs> bloody hope so. Bloody hope um, so. And, and I caught this, this one. This is probably one of the most out there ones. Against the Dubrovnik Old Town City Wall. Now, Dubrovnik is like an old ancient city in um, in Croatia. And this this person did it up against the wall in that city. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice wee history lesson there. Love that. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say <laughs> one of my favourites. And, and, um, and one of the most risky, though, is uh, a toilet cubicle in a church. Oh, forgive yes. me, Father. For I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> like so, okay. So off the back of this, like you were just saying that you feel inspired. Do you do you need to make a um a fuck it bucket list? I think I do. I think I do. Well, like obviously the first thing to come on that list is someone to fuck. Uh, but well, I think the first it- thing coming on that list will be you. But then, yeah, the second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, Carl. That's never a guarantee, is it? Okay, no fair call. <laughs> so oh, God. okay, right. So so okay. Out of I mean, out of those places, or, or what else have you? What else has been going through your head? Like on this fuck it bucket list, what are you putting on there first? Oh, definitely a beach. Definitely Ruakaka is going to be the first one for me. Go. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice, big, long, open public beach in in, uh, in New Zealand. And but, yes. like word of word of warning with beaches, take a really nice big picnic blanket. Make sure that mm-hmm. you don't get heaps of sand on it because if that sand gets in places, you don't want it to go. Oh, I don't want up. it. Absolutely yeah, not. I'm thinking a nice big blanket, a bottle of wine or a box of beers, and we just walk way down the beach away from any houses. Oh, the stars. Beautiful. Oh, like, mm. Make a nice little bonfire in the sand, you know, so you're nice and warm. Mate. Yeah. Love it. And then um, I'd okay. actually be really keen to try the car wash, not going to lie. Like imagine being on like a time limit. What? It, what? How long does it take? Five, seven minutes? You'd oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like for a standard wash, five to seven minutes. If you get the super, it probably goes for like another two or three kind of thing. That's where you get the wash and the dry as well. Um, Imagine uh, the thrill of it. Oh, uh, my yeah. gosh. Car wash Woo! is a personal favourite. Um, okay, what else is going on there? Oh, well, after that, we had someone 
actually message in and they're like, oh, I'd be really intrigued to know if anyone's holding a lockdown sex tally. Mine's sitting at 55. And I was like, whoa, okay. Okay, so I put the put the question out to the Instagram and it turned out everyone's sitting a bit like myself and a bit lonely. And uh, so I stopped that questionnaire very fast because it was getting so grim. And I decided, hey, you know what would actually be super epic? Carl, if we put together a married, divorce and dating singles party. And I put a nice wee poll, like a little yes or no poll on there. And 89% of our followers said, yes, keen. We oh want a God. singles party. So, Wait. Oh, shit. Okay. So, so, so you're talking like you and me throw a singles party somewhere. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh We're the host, baby. We'll have all single. We'll get like single people to DJ. So like, you know, my friend Tyler's a DJ, so he can DJ. We'll find some hot single girls who want to come DJ. We'll just make it such a fun place. And then you'll have to be like the the initiator of it all, you know? Like, you can be up the top and you can point out or, I don't know, we'll find you a role. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much for finding me a role. As the married person you are. (laughs) Maybe I could have a kissing booth. Yeah, you could have a kissing booth. Oh, my God, yeah. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. Fuck. We've got to find a venue. Let's, let's, I think, I genuinely think it would be a really cool idea. I think we should... 100% 100% do this and okay, find cool. a venue to partner with and just actually throw it, you know? Oh, all right, sweet. Well, well let's let's try and aim to do uh, to do something towards the end of the year. That sounds like an awesome idea. Let's get all <laughs> of our single listeners together and um, get them into a bar together and just see what happens. And just send it. Pash on entry, <laughs> please. Well, like a patch with Rachel on entry. You're just going to stand at the door like a bouncer and just kiss kiss everyone. Yeah, let's get let's give it a go. Let's um let's see where this could go. We we might be able to get something pretty cool happening here. I think we could. You know, we're known to throw in a party or five, so let's do it. All right, bloody good. I like it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, we're going to keep thinking about that. Um, in the meantime, we've got uh, we've got your story coming up at the yes. end. Fuck boy. I'm intrigued. Fuck boy. Um, but right now we've got a, uh, a, a new mate of ours. Uh, his name's Jace. And oh my God, what a horrendous tale this is. Here he is. <laughs> I can't wait to meet Jace. Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. All right. Well, I want to welcome to the uh, to the podcast today, Rachel. He's a, um, a very good friend of my brother's, actually. Uh, he's a guy called Jace. A heavy influence. I don't know if it's a good influence or a bad influence on, uh, on my brother. But he's <laughs> definitely gone downhill since meeting this lad. Um, but I'm a big fan of him myself. Jace, oh, welcome along, by the way, mate. It's, uh, it's bloody good to have you. Yeah, cheers for having me. Now, one of the most intriguing <laughs> things about this is uh, most people sort of um, sort of nominate themselves to come on our podcast. But you've been nominated by your girlfriend. But the, the things that I know, some of the things that I know about you and, you know, little bits and pieces of stories that I've heard, like at parties and whatnot, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't imagine they're the kind of things that you would actually um, discuss with a girlfriend or bring up at any stage in a relationship. Um, they're more the kind of things that you would take to a grave with you. So the fact that um, your gorgeous girlfriend, Alex, uh, nominated you, I take it you guys have quite an open sort of relationship when it comes to your past stories and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know me quite well. I mean, I'm a bit of an open book, right? I mean, I kind of tried to hide some of my blowouts from her 
and then this, about two weeks and I just folded and we were quite steamed and I, I just kind of laid it all out and was like, right, this, this is all the, the stupid shit I've done, uh, take it or leave it type thing. And she, she very kindly, well, full, she was still keen, so shocking. Good, that's so good. You can't hide who you are, right? Yeah, we were chatting and I just kind of, yeah, just, just crumbled and it just all came out and I was like, blah, 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 this is what's happened. And yeah, she was, yeah, like I said, surprisingly okay. Oh, good. You know, Sounds like a keeper. Yeah, yeah, she's, Mate, good. I, she's I think, good. I think that is one of the most powerful things in any relationship, to be honest, is, is the fact that you can be completely open and honest about who you are, your past, and then still be okay with each other. Like, I reckon that is one of the absolute number one keys. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. In any relationship, and and I like, I mean, you guys seem really tight, and it seems like you've got a really great relationship. So, um, so that's good that she's sticking around, mate. Oh, it's touch and go, but we do our best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I didn't, I didn't tell her this story for quite an extended period. Um, I, I told her everything else, and I was just, you know, quite embarrassed of this. Um, I don't know why I'm really telling it on this. To be honest, I probably shouldn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think the fact that I think the fact that no, if it, we want it. I think the fact that if it was one of the ones that you were holding back from her, that's the exact kind of story that we want to hear. So, why don't you lay it out for us, mate? Tell us what the story is all about. So, yeah, this was probably the would have would have been a good four years ago now, and um, I, I was single at the time. Yeah, I mean, and I'd been kind of casually sleeping with this girl, um, and we'd you know classically been out in Ponsonby and met up. And I, I was a bit of a state, like I'd treated myself to probably a few too many beers and I was, you know, <laughs> not, in, not in the best state. And um, we'd, we went back to her house and, you know, had sex. I, I imagine I've probably passed out, like not, not too much longer afterwards. And I've kind of come to, and it would have been about four or five in the morning. And, and you know, when you wake up and you're like, you know, something, something's really, really wrong. And I've woken up, I, I kind of figured out I, I would have woken up because she had gotten up to go to the bathroom. But all I knew is I'm butt naked, it's pitch black, I'm quite disorientated, still really, really intoxicated. And all of a sudden I was just like, oh, oh my God, like I'm, I need a shit so bad. Like this is something I'm, 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 I'm not feeling good, you know. I'm, this was, and it was, you know, you're thinking it's pure bumwees, not, not like... Not like a normal human shit type setup. Um, so, and I'm kind of like <laughs> floundering around, I'm naked and I, I make it out into the, the lounge area. And then I go to try and find the bathroom and I could see like, like the crack under the door that she was obviously in there. And then. Oh no, oh so no. So I'm no. just panicking and I'm sweating and I'm, you know, still, still butt naked, obviously. And then all of a sudden, I just, you know, the thought came into my head. I'm thinking that this is happening right now. And then. All oh, I could no. kind of see was the, <laughs> the kitchen was right there and I've just obviously panicked and jumped up and just shat in the sink. Oh, you <laughs> are joking, Jason! No, I don't, I don't, no, no, hold on, hold on. Oh. My hands are over my eyes! And it was, it was, it was retrospectively, there, there were so many ways around, I could have gone outside, but at the time I was so fucked and I was such a state and it came on so quickly. So that that's what happened, but... It gets worse because from there, you know, there's just like skinny man <laughs> sitting on the sink and I, there was just like bumweeds just everywhere. It was on me and it was in the sink. And, oh. and, you know, you know, in, the, in the, some of those basins, they, they have the removable kind of nozzle and I'm like trying to like hose it down the sink oh. and it's on me. And, oh, no. <laughs> 
it was that was just oh an absolute. Oh, so it was just down like a it was, it was just down a regular sink. It wasn't like down the garbage disposal or anything, which would have been the uh, you know the oh, optimal no, no, place. No. If there was no waste disposal. Like it was like it like a a sink, and you can imagine me trying to like sift it down with my hands and. It was just, oh, I was an absolute oh, no. stoic. No. And I'm like nearly in... No, did anyone catch you? Like, what was happening at this time? Well, no, like, this, is, this is where it gets worse. So then I hear the toilet flush and this girl's coming out of the bathroom and she has to come past the kitchen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, and so I'm, like, still standing there and I've got like shit on me and it's still you know obviously haven't disposed of the evidence it's still everywhere and, <laughs> and you're and you're wait a minute so you're just this like skinny white dude standing like butt naked standing medium in the size car medium size and then she's, she's in the middle of the night yeah and she, she's come out scooping your shit down the track yeah and then she, she comes out and I'm obviously am panicking so I'm trying to prevent her from turning on the light switch because I, I didn't want you know what, what had happened to be known so she's come out and yeah. I'm like she's like what's going on Jace what's all the commotion I'm like oh no nothing nothing I've just been really sick you know, it, it's fine, just go to bed. I'm going to make this all better. It's going to be fine. And she kind of... <laughs> she, she kind of left and then came back. And she, to be fair, she was actually so, so nice. She just, I remember coming up to me and she just said, Jace, it's okay. You need to go and get in the shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So, so, I can't believe, I, I, believe this is this has turned into a shareable offence all of a sudden. Yeah. So then I had to go. We're really getting the scale oh. of the issue. I had to go into the shower and and clean myself up. And the funniest thing is, this whole time I'm just naked. The, the, the whole time, right? And she lives in a flat. It's not like it was her house. <laughs> and then I've come back out of the shower. I've cleaned the, the shit off me. And she's she's got spray and wipe, and she's like cleaning the kitchen. Oh my god! No. Wow! No! Well, that poor thing. Oh, oh was, my god! Well, yeah. So then from there, and we get back into bed, and then go to sleep for a couple of hours, you know, and then then we wake up. It might have been like nine or something. And you, you know, when you wake up after a really big night, and you're kind of lying there, then your eyes open, and and you know you've done something really bad. And I'm lying there on my yeah. back, like staring at the ceiling, just thinking, oh, Jason, like, tell me you did not shit in this girl's sink. <laughs> Please say it was all a bad dream. And then I kind of rolled over and she was awake and I just said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry about last night. And she just kind of said, you know, we really don't need to talk about it. And then from there, I'm just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. So I was like, right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Um, so I put my clothes on, and I knew some of her flatmates quite well. And and I put my clothes on, and I, I walked down the lounge and went to leave. And one of the blokes I know was just making his breakfast in the kitchen. Oh no! <laughs> just, like, oh my they had no idea what had unfolded about three to four hours prior to that. And I'm just <laughs> in this just beelining to the door like oh I've got to God. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I call this Uber and I got home and I'm just, you know, like face and hands, just embarrassed and just couldn't believe what had happened. And I've called my best mate who um who lives in Sydney and, and I was like, Dan, I've 
I've just done the worst thing I've ever done. He was like, mate, it can't be that bad. And as I was telling him, I had this kind of flashback and I was like, oh my God. He's like, what? I said, I just have had a flashback to me of this tea towel wiping the the bench and the tea (gasps) towel was in the bin under the sink. I was like, I've I've got to get back there and I've got to get rid of it. Like they they can't they can't go (laughs) empty the bin and find a shitty tea towel. And he was and he he calls me Larry. Destroy the evidence. Yeah, I'm like, I've got to get rid of the evidence. And he's going, Larry, do not get in your car and drive to that flat. You cannot go back there. And I'm going, Dan, I need to get rid of it. He's like, if you fucking go back there, that's it. (laughs) Unbelievable. Oh my god. And that's oh, that's man. pretty much oh, it, really. That, that's like hands down. Thankfully, the the, the worst thing I've I've ever done. Because <laughs> oh, imagine God, her point of view, mate. telling that to her, her mates, shit. being like, "Oh yeah, oh <laughs> like yeah, imagine the flatmates finding out number one because they're never going to want to use that sink again, especially if they had maybe like some plates or something <laughs> soaking in there overnight. You know, just thinking, oh, they'll be fine by the morning and ready to be cleaned. The other thing that came to my mind is like oh. landlords, you have absolutely no idea what is going on inside your houses that you. <laughs> worked your entire lives to save up for and here's some Muppet taking a <laughs> shit in your kitchen sink. <laughs> Look, Jace, mate, that is an absolutely like unbelievable story and thank you so much for coming on and telling that to us. I don't know if people have like switched off by now, but um, I absolutely loved it, mate. So thank you very, very much. Thank you so much. It was amazing. No worries. Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. Yeah, well, that was, that. that's Jace. I'm not really sure what to, uh, how to, uh, <laughs> yeah, that. I just hope that never happens to me, eh? <laughs> oh, well, I guess when you gotta go, you gotta go. Oh, well, I just don't want anyone shitting in my sink, you know? Far oh, out. you mean from that side of things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I and you also, mean I you hope I don't shit in anyone else's sink, but God, yeah. I don't want anyone to shit in mine. Oh, my God. Oh. That is so fun. Anyway, I think we've had enough of that story. Moving <laughs> on. Right, this is the part of the podcast where you tell one of your stories that came up on the wheel. So what have you got for us this week? Oh my gosh, Cal. So this is one of those like full on flip of events a million times, like major mind games. I'm just like, oh, fuck boys. Like, God damn. Ah, So this story starts. I went to a bar with my friend Tyler. You know, he's obviously on the show quite a few times. Um, And we bumped into a bunch of friends that were there. So we're just having some drinks and talking to people. And um, this guy who was with the group, he comes over and he's like, oh, so you and Tyler dating? Which, (laughs) side note, we're like the biggest cock blockers for each other because we spend so much time together. And it's always like, no, no, we're not. Um, And so this guy was like, cool, great, like, fantastic. Keeps talking to me. And so I sort of like knew of this guy. We had a bunch of mutual friends and everything. So I wasn't like too fussed on where this was going. Like I was just, I was out having drinks and, you know, made a lot of yarn. So wasn't like, I wasn't flirting with him. I was just having a yarn. Um, but anyway, so after that, he starts following me on Instagram. And every now and then he does like the classic move of the reacting of a story to like, you know, start sliding in and. Then I remember this one time he messaged me very vividly. He was like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. And he's like, wow, are you looking for one? <laughs> and I like okay. gave, I gave like this big like response. Because obviously, like I'm not interested. I'm like, I can tell from his Instagram he's a, like a fuckboy kind of guy, you know? Right. So I was just like, you know, I'm loving being single. Like I'm not actively looking for a boyfriend kind of thing. Like 
you know, went off with that whole spiel. So a couple of months sort of went by where he still kept trying to like take me out on a date. Like he was so persistent and I don't know, I just wasn't really vibing. Like his Instagram, like you could just, you just knew he would be a fuck boy. Right. But like he just kept asking. So I was like, fuck it. Fine. Okay. Let's go for a drink then. Like I had never had anyone really pursue me so like that much before when I had said no so many times. Right, so I just, right. So I just sort of like bit the bullet. I was like, however, I was like, because I could tell he was so persistent, Carl, we had just started recording this podcast. Like before we knew how we would lay it out and we were just sort of just going into the studio to record anything, you know, just to sort of figure out a sort of structure and what we could do. So Yeah, I we were trying to, f- to find our feet doing some planning. Exactly. So I said to the fuck boy, I was like, fine, I'll go for a drink with you if you come and do a live date review on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, I remember and it really well. he agreed and we went out for a drink, right? So here I am thinking like, oh, God, I'm just, I'm out doing some homework. I'm just going to do this to go get a yarn for the podcast, like. <laughs> You're putting in the research, eh? Hey? Yeah. Take one for the team here, Kyle. Don't you Thanks, worry. Thanks, mate. And- <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> but here's the shocking twist. He was actually nothing like his Instagram. And he was actually, like, really nice and really softly spoken. And, like, it just took me by surprise like I was as I said just going out to get some content I did not expect to like enjoy his company so much we stayed talking for like hours got to the point where we're like fuck okay we need to go like it's bedtime like because it's a school night and whatnot so so that all happens and it's all going good and we're like messaging so we're starting to plan another date and it's all you know like it went really well and I even said to a bunch of people I was like shit I did like that really took me by surprise. I was not expecting that. So Yeah, right. He comes into the studio and we're doing, you know, we're going through the recording mm. and then we we did the live date review. You and I, we put together like a bunch of questions and everything. And yeah. it was... No, it was it cool. Was, it was quite cool. It was really cool. And then we sort of left that evening and then I could just feel after that his messages started to get really weird. Like Ah. he sort of went really distant and real weird. And even though we had planned the second date and in our recording talked about the second date, he just like disappeared. So now I'm like, I'm invested. You know me. If someone like stops talking, I'm like, why, why are you not like, what did I do? Mm, And I was like, I thought this was going really well. So like a week or two later, I'm up at Royal Kaka, classic, mm-hmm. <laughs> I freaking live up here, um, yeah. and I just replied to one of his stories, and then he had obviously seen my stories being up at Royal Kaka, and he was like, oh, I would love to come and visit there with you one day, or would you only take me there for content? Like, just oh, takes this right. absolute dig at me, and I'm like, like super sassy, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what are you on about?" And he's like, "You only want to, you only want to hang out with me. <laughs> you only want to go on a second date for content." And he has. <laughs> well, that was a condition of the first date, so I can kind of see how he got there. <laughs> <laughs> so I just fuck girled the fuck boy, but I did it. <laughs> 
but awesome. I didn't. He had totally misheard what had happened at the recording. So like we talked through it. He's like, you said this. I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, I literally said I enjoyed hanging out with you and we wanted to go on a second date. And like, come on, I'm such a busy person. Like I'm not just going to fuck around with someone for content. Like I'll go on the first date for content, but fuck, a second date is not for content. A second date's because I'm interested, you know? <laughs> um, so we cleared the air and he's like all about me again. So he's no longer offended, which is great. And we go on another date and, you know, he's, I didn't expect to like this fuck boy. Like, you know, I, I wasn't prepared I as yeah and so and he's starting to show some really nice traits and like our chat's really cool and we got like quite a bit in common like little child at heart kind of activity you know yeah and, so, um, so, at, so at this stage were you were you kind of like in your head you were kind of like oh shit I had this guy all wrong like yeah. is that what you're kind of thinking like you're second guessing like your initial opinions of him of yourself absolutely of, of, yeah. absolutely I was like oh my I would yeah I was just going for a drink for shits and gigs and now mm. I'm like starting to really enjoy hanging out with this guy. Right. Like there was even a night in town where we met up halfway through the night and it was just so much fun and like my friends partied with his friends and we went back to their house for kick-ons. Like it was so good. Um, like everything was going fine and then one night, it was like a school night, he came over and stayed the night and we go to bed and literally like the most underwhelming sex of my life, he finishes himself <laughs> off oh my and God. falls straight to sleep. Like no regard that I'm here, unfucking pleasure. What the and fuck? <laughs> oh my God, what a cock. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus Christ. I get up to go to the gym early in the morning because, you know me, I don't change my routine for anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and he was going to golf like 30 minutes later. So I just like got up. I let him stay in bed and I was like, I'll see you later. And yeah. <laughs> then after the underwhelming sex, he has the audacity to stop talking to me afterwards. Oh, what? jeepers. Like, oh, I just got fuckboyed, like, this whole yeah. time. So this is where I had learned the hard lesson of remembering to trust your gut. Like, I never wanted to go on a bloody date with him to start with. And yeah. then, like, he fuckboys me. Like, exactly what I thought he would from the start. And it's like, he played a game to try pretend he's someone else. And then as soon as he got some shitty sex, he disappears. Oh my <laughs> I'm <God>. shocked. <laughs> What a, like, what a dick. Like, he put in months, months and months of getting there to just yeah. do that. I don't God, get that, it. God, yeah, just, just, that, oh. that's a classic fuckboy move, hey? Like, yeah, you don't need people like that in your life. Jesus. Oh, my God. Like, oh, what? Why? Why? Right, oh. so 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 the moral of the story and the less the lesson is, is Trust your gut and don't fuck a fuck boy. You don't God, need that in your life. They look like a fuck boy, they probably are. And that's the I mean, we recorded that whole bit and it was actually there was actually some kind of good stuff in there, but we were like, nah, let's not even give him the time of day. <laughs> he doesn't no, deserve pass. an episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Oh well look, I'm I'm sorry to hear that that but you know, oh. we live, we learn. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm going to rephrase that. We live, we fuck, we learn, and you survive the fuck, boy. So <laughs> we know for next time. Oh, and I'll never forget how unsatisfying <laughs> it was. 
<laughs> Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. There you go. Another episode of Married, Divorced and Dating done and dusted. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, Thank you for coming back another week. We do appreciate yeah. it. I, hopefully it's not too much longer till we're out of lockdown. Back in our studio. I want to drink beers with you, Rachel. I want to drink beers with you too, Carl. And I want to get to level one so we can throw our singles oh party. I'm going to get researching some venues and I'm going to bloody make sure that can this happens. Can you put happens. first on the, um, on the venues either Danny Doolins or O'Hagan's in uh, Auckland first, please? Because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that would be uh, <laughs> fucking awesome, actually. Anyway, well, yeah, um, uh, do you reckon as soon as we get back into the studio, we can just um, let's let's make it a shall we just make it a reasonable night? We'll just like sit down with a couple of beers and do our recording then. Fuck yeah! None of this, none Absolutely. of this sober recording, all right? No, wait. As soon as I'm out of here, I'm breaking the bloody sober seal. Don't you worry. This, this isn't a long term thing. <laughs> as always, uh, if you've got any stories for us, feel free to email them through to us. Uh, MDD tales at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at Married, Divorced and Dating and on Facebook as well. Get hold of us. Feel free. Like our uh, mate Jace who was on today, his girlfriend um, was actually the one that dobbed it. Like she was the one that messaged us and said, uh, you need to hear from Jace. I'm going to get him on the on the phone for you guys tomorrow. So, um, like, yeah, I mean, feel free to dob your mates mm. in as well. Like, we everybody knows someone who's got just one of those stories that comes out at a party and just everyone's jaw drops, and that's what we want to hear. <laughs> so, let us know. Absolutely, we want to hear it. All right. Well, that's us uh, for another week. So, uh, hey, wrap it up. Cool. All right. See ya. <laughs>